Hello, movie lovers. So do me a big favor real quick. Go over to Spotify. Go over to Good Pods. Go over to all those places and rate us over there. Rate individual episodes. Tell us what you think about Movie Lovers Unite. Also, too, go on ahead. We're going to be doing our Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness re- spoiler review with Alex. He's here with me, of course. So let's further ado. Let's go on ahead and get on with the madness. All right. And here we are. We're talking about Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. It's finally out and it's finally here. Uh, so let's just go on ahead. I'm just going to go into a little bit of a detail of the plot. America Chavez and a version of Stephen Strange are chased by a demon in the space between universes while searching for the book of Banachanetti. Uh Strange is killed and Chavez accidentally creates a portal that transports herself in Strange's court corpse to earth 616 and that sounds like a rap song um but yeah so basically whenever i heard that sam raimi was attached to direct this movie i was excited for it because of the fact that i felt like the multiverse of madness is exactly what you need is a horror director because i thought they were actually going to do the horror round i thought they were going to dive into nightmare and everything i was freaking out i'm like yes this is what i've been wanting but also too if you look at the logo, if you look at the way they actually did things, it looks like the House of M logo from their comic book. So I'm like, ooh, they're going all out. They're going to do House of M. And that's even making me think of even more stuff that I'm thinking of that I'm actually freaking out over. So then I see the movie. And it's a whole different monster in itself. And I, you know what? I went in with like low expectations because of the fact that, yeah, I saw leaks that happened with Professor Xavier and things like that. We'll get into that a little bit later. But as far as my expectations are and everything, it kept me glued because of the danger aspect of Wanda. But I also felt like, did we really earn that level of threat with Wanda? Because, yes, we got it out of WandaVision. But did we actually earn that? Was the, mm-hmm. was the story built there in this movie for us to be threatened by her to me i would have actually liked a little bit more of a slower start mm-hmm. and then get into the whole entire deal of i'm the one who summoned these monsters to go ahead and get america chavez but no it just goes straight to the heart of it and everything instead so i'm like okay so we're not gonna do that okay that's cool that's cool i'm just gonna take this movie in for what it is but what did you think of it your first initial thoughts well, as soon as it started and it was showing Def- Defender Strange, I think is what he's called, and uh, America running through that realm, I-, I immediately was thinking like, oh, why? This doesn't look very good, like CGI-wise. Like, And it reminded me of something. And it took me a few seconds before I realized like, oh, this reminds me of Spy Kids 3D when he's in the video game realm. And I'm just like, uh that's a bad sign for things to come. And I, at that point I was like, I started off the movie deflated. I'm like, Oh no, this should not look like spy kids 3d. Um, but I liked, I did once they got into it and they had the tentacle monster, I think his name's Gargantos. Uh, Gargantos. Attacking, yeah. Attacking uh, America and Dr. Strange. I was like, okay, I'm getting into it. I liked the level of gore. Like I was like, Oh, he, is he about to just impale? this monster in the eyeball. Yep. He sure does. And whips it out. And I was like, okay, 
this movie's okay. Okay, they're going to push the rating a bit. I appreciate that. And I liked uh, Zoshi Gomez as America Chavez. She, I, I, did... I thought she did good. I, I, I have complaints about her, not her personally, but like how they use her character later on. But when the, in this beginning, I'm like, I, I like this girl. She's cool. She's cool. Same here. I liked, to be honest with you, I liked her character. But like you said, I think it misses the mark, especially with the controversy surrounding her character of as to why other countries were banning her character. I think they made a big deal out of nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just her parents and everything that had the strongest scenes within those realms to me. And there was no reason to actually ban her, ban this movie from other countries because of the fact it doesn't even go into that thing. But hey, it is what it is. But I do like that whole entire scene that you mentioned with the with the octopus scene because of the fact that it reminds me of when I was reading Doctor Strange comics and they would actually have these monsters attacking New York and you don't see them. Doctor Strange is the only one that can basically see them. Mm-hmm. So I like how all of a sudden he brings it to light and then everybody's freaking out over it and then I like that I like that part. I also like Ben get this I like Wong in this movie. As the source of Supreme. But I also want to say this. I felt like the humor in this film just didn't land. It felt forced in some areas, especially when it was the delivery of the line. Wong is trying for that bit. You can tell that he's trying for that one-liner that will actually get him the laughs that they need. And it just falls flat to me. Like, for instance, when he goes, oh, when I'm the source of Supreme, you're supposed to bow to me. It's custom. And I'm like, okay, dude, um, I hate to break it to you. But uh, no one's laughing in my theater. This is crickets. I, I'm like a chuckle, maybe like a ha kind of thing, but it wasn't enough to like, you know, this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was disappointed in the humor. Like there are some things that made me chuckle, but like I wasn't expecting to laugh my butt off like it's a comedy. But, right. you know, it, it felt like there wasn't life in it. This, this this was a really weak script, and we'll 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 get more into it right in a bit. Like just especially just in terms of dialogue, it, nothing felt right. It made really cool characters look goofy, like Scarlet Witch, who I was in love with in this movie. But when ever she in star- love. like <laughs> yeah, when whenever she started talking, it was just like, uh. That's what they're having you say, girl. Like, ooh, <laughs> you know, it, it just didn't make sense to me. I was like, yeah. Usually, the MCU is, you know, more like crisp on that aspect. I'm not saying like dialogue in Marvel movies are perfect. Like, no, know, there's absolutely not. I, I, you know, I'm expecting a bit of cheese. We're talking about superheroes here, but this was like extra cheese like the type of cheese pizza you get in new york city or something you know that's i was like goodness gracious what am i listening to right now what's happening well you know new york pizza is supposed to be the best pizza but you know the dialogue falls flat of that new york crisp uh cheese pizza that you want but what i have to say though for me the dialogue for scarlet witch worked in some aspects for me but it if you paid attention to the camera angles and the way that the camera's focusing it reminds me of a 1970s to 80s kind of style of movie making Mm. you look at the style of it it's very different in tone compared to what we got with the very first doctor strange movie to be honest and you know i feel like with us doing this rewatch that we did actually helped us with stuff within this unit with this and sets up everything 
So I'm happy that we did the rewatch for it. Yeah. But, you know, I felt like there was danger with Scarlet Witch. I felt threatened with Scarlet Witch, which is something that I liked. She, I'm like, yeah, she was legit scary. I, I loved how, she, like, I fell more in love with her when she's like, the Scarlet Witch will be coming. I'm like, oh, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> oh. Red flags, Alex. Red flags. Oh, Go oh. On, you know? Ooh, yes, all the red flags. I want them. I want all the red flags. But Let's see. I... Oh, oh Tamika's got a question. You guys think the balance was off with the dark tones of the movie versus the lighter tone? So... I'm gonna let you answer that. Then after that, I'll dive into that question. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I, I, I felt like they had the right idea because with the dark tones, because you know this is still an MCU movie, they can't go too far with like the horror aspect on it and the gore. But I, I thought it was a good balance, but it's just it wasn't written properly. Like it needed, it needed a couple of rewrites. It needed to be crisper. Otherwise, like, you know, if if the humor landed, if the character arcs were properly developed, like, I think it would have worked. I, I, here's the thing. With Doctor Strange, yeah, he can be lighter in tone. But that's, but if you read the comics, they're actually dark in tone, especially mm. the dimensions that he goes through and stuff. And how trippy the artwork is. And speaking of which, I was freaking out during the special effects of this movie. I felt like the special effects really was the standout. And I felt like I was actually reading the comic from the comic book pages and Mm -hmm. Dr. Strange is going through all these other dimension realms and everything. So I thought they did that very nicely. Um, Then let's see here. Tamika says, I didn't mind the dialogue much except America America's that was super cheap, cheesy, but also it was Sam Raimi's directing evil dead in the multiverse. To be honest with you, this does feel more like a Sam Raimi uh, film than rather than um. This is actually a Sam Raimi film featuring a Marvel universe, basically mm-hmm. what it is. And I love Sam Raimi as a director. I also like the Evil Dead franchise. I also like his way of writing. It is, you know what? Uh, I'll even have to say this. I have to give him props for doing a horror movie within a comic book universe, which is actually hard to do, especially when you're trying to connect a multiverse type of thing which is also why they decided to go with Sam Raimi rather than the first director that was attached to, the, to this film. Yeah. And that's why they changed out directors. But I, here's the thing. I was expecting Nightmare. I was let down with that. But then we wind up saying, okay, so Scarlet Witch is now the bad. So I'm like, okay, so now we have a threat, a big threat that needs to be taken down. And then, of course, I like how he wants to hide uh, America in the realm that he actually got trained in. And only to lead uh, Scarlet Witch there. And told the woman that wants to kill me where I am. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And that that was a cool scene. Yeah. That was a cool scene where she was revealed to be the bad. Like, oh, you Mm -hmm. can just bring America here. And when he was just like, when Dr. Strange just kind of like looked at her, I was like, I'm like, what's wrong? And she, and then when Scarlet Witch was like, oh, you didn't tell me her name, did you? And I'm like, oh God, really? She's the gay. She's the. She's she's the bad guy. No, no. I knew that they were going to go that way because of WandaVision, but I was ho- I was hoping that they would actually hold back the reins a little bit and give us some room to breathe to let the plot lines continue going. 
the way that they did. That, 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 yeah, that, that was the only thing that was weird for me because, like, WandaVision, where it left off in that post credit scene, is like the dark hole kind of already affecting her in some way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it wasn't quite 100% clear. Like, it was like, okay, something is happening. I would have preferred if the beginning of this movie she was still a good guy, but you know, she keeps going back to the dark hole, like, oh, maybe this can help us with this thing. And then, like, I, I would want to see just a little bit more of a transition from her becoming the Scarlet Witch, like her going cray cray instead of right. just like, she's cray cray now. And I'm like, oh, well, she was kind of redeemed at the end of WandaVision, but you're getting thrown I mean, back. To be honest with you, I didn't really feel like that she was redeemed in that mm-hmm. aspect. Because of the fact that, oh, she got chased out of this town. Now she's going to go to this quiet cabin to look at dark arts. Mm. So I'm like, and then she's thinking that her kids are re- lost in this nightmare realm, which I thought that's what they were going to show us. Yeah. They introduced us to Nightmare, which is basically the Freddy Cougar of the MCU. But, you know, and then, of course, I like, I'm going to, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Um, now, the Professor Xavier scene, to me, I didn't have that fanboy moment like I wanted because of the stupid leaks. And they took that away from it. They also have Patrick Stewart in the trailer, his voiceover. Yeah. Come like, on. Oh, if you're going to, they wasted, I, I have to admit, I'd rather it them hold back on that and let us have our fanboy mo- moments with that. It was cool to see the Illuminati. It was cool to see Mr. Fantastic. It was cool to see, uh, finally, we actually have the right adaptation of, uh, you know, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I like that we got her. And then I also, of course, I also liked uh, another thing that they did with some of the other underground Marvel uh, heroes and everything, too. And, of course, the what if of uh, Captain America. It was mm-hmm. good to see Agent Carter there. That was but cool. they don't mm-hmm. serve the narrative. They don't serve anything. That was cool just to see them there. And, you know, I didn't watch What If, but I know enough about What If to actually get the concept of each character. Also, too, the only episode I did watch of What If was Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. because Doctor Strange is my favorite character. But, you know, um, but I have to say, I mean, I thought that even people are like, you know, they're dead. No, they're just dead in that universe. They're still yeah. around in the 616 uh, universe. So that's also a plus. Yeah. But... What did you think about that? I mean, I thought that the setup for that was very weak. And then also, too, we also see Mardo in there, though, too. I'm like, Strange, you're drinking a cup that is supposed to be your enemy. This reminds me of the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones, oh, basically. Like, Don't drink nothing. No. <laughs> I, I, yeah, the cameos were not not disappointing. Like, I was still excited to see Patrick Stewart. I'm just like, Charles Xavier, I missed you. Uh, Black Bolt was really cool. Captain mm, mm, Captain Carter. Uh, <laughs> I, I love powerful women, so it's just mm, like, you know, Captain Carter, Captain Marvel, yes. Um, they were cool. I I started screaming when Mr. Fantastic showed up, and it was John Krasinski. And I'm like, they, they actually did it. They were like, they saw the fan casting, and they're like, mm-hmm. you know what? For, let's do it. Get him on here. And I I personally would love to see him return. I thought he did good for the yes. minutes he was in. Um uh, I was I knew they were gonna die though. 
Me too. I was like, you're going against the Scarlet Witch and, you know, that the, these guys. I didn't uh, – I see that Tamika asked a question. Yeah. Do you guys think so that cr- yeah. the Illuminati sh- should have died quickly? I wanted more of a fight with all the members. I would have liked more of a fight too, like Black Bolt. That was – That reminded me of Matrix. Yeah. I was like, oh, they, they did the Matrix thing. That was – gruesome and then i wanted mr fantastic at least to put up more of a fight poor guy he he got turned into spaghetti and captain marvel and captain carter just watched it happen i was like no sorry he only paid for (laughs) five minutes of screen time his time's up right Uh, hey brandy all right but but i do i do get that they were meant to die quickly you know they are variants hopefully we see the 616 universe versions of each of the characters coming by. Um, I would love to see Charles Xavier and I would love to see, I would love to see Captain Carter come back. Hopefully the what if version, not the one that gets murdered. <laughs> right. But, um, let's see. Brandy also asked, so was it worth going to the, okay. So you and I are going to be going to see that this weekend. But I'm going to have to say, yes, it is definitely worth going to see, even for the second time, because, you know, I was going to I even said this to my friend Chris. There's not much of a rewatchability whenever you look at the film as a whole compared to the other MCU films. But what I would like to do is I would like to actually see it again to get rid of the theories that I had and watch the film on its own merit now, now that I know what I'm getting. Because if you're going in with your own theories, you can be let down because of that. And because of that, your level of anticipation is actually set to a higher goal. And because that goal is not meant, therefore, you're let down. So therefore, I'd rather go on ahead now that i actually seen it for the first time, go in again without my anticipations, without my theories, and go in with it like that. For me, I was not let down by it. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of in the middle. I'm in the middle ground with it. So I'm just going to see what they throw at me. Yeah. So that's where I was at. Okay. What about you, though? Um, uh, oh, Tamika has another question. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, give me one second, Tamika. As a matter of fact, Crichton had a question before Tamika did. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. How would you all explain this film for everyone who is confused about this movie? Oh, well, how would I do it? Well, it's just, well, first, what, what exactly are you confused about? No, well, I'm not. I'm not asking that as like a judgment. Like, why are you? Confused? No, 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 no. This is like what aspect? It's a fair question, though. It's a, it's a fair question, and it's also a fair answer. For me, if you're going into this movie without knowing anything within the TV shows, you're going to be lost, mm. pretty much. Yeah. And if you don't see them, you're going to have to have a nerd like me going to the theaters explaining to you each and every single thing, so that way you, uh, so that way I can explain in detail. Matter of fact, I told that to my brother-in-law because he's like, I don't know if I'm feeling the Marvel stuff anymore because of the whole multiverse thing, and then I have to watch other stuff to make it more cohesive. Yeah. And stuff. So you know, there is a burnout whenever it comes down to certain things. Yeah. It, it's. Uh, I would say, yeah. This is, this is one of those. The MCU is at a point now where it's it's driven by its fans you know like the fans are keeping it afloat because people like me like i if it's not hard for me to sit and watch every single thing marvel puts out because this isn't a game to me this is my life i will watch it for and i'll continue watching it for hundreds of years if if i become immortal i'm watching it for that millennia 
but I can understand like, you know, someone who just wants to go to a movie, who's not into the MCU to go and watch it totally confused. Cause there's so much lore, just not even with just the movies that are, and the TV shows that are out, but like you have to go watch the old Marvel movies. Cause they're starting to bring those aspects in to catch any of the references, get excited about anything. So it's, it's hard if 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 i had to explain it to someone who's confused about this movie it would just be like uh, you know if you if you're willing to put the work in here's the things you should watch prior if you're not willing to do that which i totally get that's a lot to ask of someone uh just turn the brain off and look at the pretty colors and watch right look at the trippy aspects of doctor strange <laughs> yeah um so we're going to get into Tamika's other first question before she actually had this second question. Um, but with John Kowinski and the others being introduced, do you think Marvel was telling us to be careful what we asked for? I don't feel... Now, here's the thing. I don't feel like they were saying, be careful what we asked for. I believe in, be careful what we think about mm. this movie could be. Because I went in with the anticipation, oh, possibly 99.9%. Maybe we'll see Nightmare. Maybe we'll see... Uh, the demon that we all know that Mephisto and Mephisto never showed up again because Mephisto. I was thinking that because Mephisto. Um, we'll get him eventually. Now, let me ask you this, Alex, when you, when they said, Oh, the demon, were you thinking of Mephisto in this? When they said, when they were talking about a demon, I, I was, I was thinking like, Oh, this could be Mephisto. It could be, it could be nightmare. It could be, uh, what's his name? Cathon. Uh, Mm-hmm. Who created the dark hold? Like, I was mostly thinking Nightmare, or I was thinking like, maybe Shuma Gorath, like Kang, maybe. Like, I don't like who knows. Like, it was it was going all over the place. Scarlet Witch, though. I was I wasn't disappointed because mm, Scarlet Witch, Queen. But <laughs> it you know, and, right. and in terms of like to Marvel telling us to be careful what we asked for. I kind of think it was. It's like, oh, y'all want John Krasinski so bad as Mr. Fantastic? Here he is. Oh, now he's dead. Look, you Psych. got him. Oh, oh you wanted Professor Xavier? Guess what? Oh, we got oh, him. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll bring Patrick Stewart back. Yeah, come in here, Patrick. Come roll on in here. Oh, he's dead. Look, I gave you what you asked. Look, now stop asking. Right. Yeah. But also, it's like, I'm still holding out hope that They'll be like, okay, okay, no, no, John Krasinski, get back in here. You, you can be right. You can Patrick, be come wheel yourself back in. Come on, we, we didn't mean to kill you. Come on, you got killed off in the Logan. Now we killed you again. They, they so. keep, they keep killing Patrick Stewart, Charles Xavier. Oh, uh, <laughs> I can... oh man, Alex, I can imagine you on a date with Scarlet Witch. That's what Tamika oh, says. Oh man. Mm. I I would be so nice to her. <laughs> I I mean I don't know. <laughs> I would, what what do I have to offer Scarlet Witch? I'd be really nice to her. You know, she's been through she's a lot. Like I like yeah, she's been through a lot, and she's like I I want to travel the multiverse and go help my kids, and I'll just be like, all right, Queen, I'll have your lunch made or something. You know, I'll 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 I'll. I hate using this term, but I'll simp for Scarlet Witch, especially if she's evil. Just, I don't know. I know. Toxic, toxic, toxic folks. I would be spaghetti. (laughs) 
I don't, I don't know. I think you would actually help her out. Tamika said I'd be spaghetti. If I think I there's a 50% chance of survival for you. I'm giving you I, 50%. I, I would just, I would just think, you know, she's in that mental state where everyone's going to die in her vicinity. So Tamika, it hurts my soul, but you're probably right. She'd probably turn me into spaghetti. It would be the best damn spaghetti that I'll ever I, be. Yeah, it would be a damn good spaghetti. I'd be a delicious spaghetti. But I feel like eventually at a certain point, I'll be like, hey, hey, baby, you're like, you should probably get therapy. And then that would that would be it. Instead of getting children, have you thought of getting a therapist? <laughs> <laughs> um. So another thing I want to bring up real quick, though, too, is when here's there's actually two things I really like was the mirror scene where Scarlet Witch is actually breaking through the mirrors, and then she's using the reflections to come up. I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm like, okay. So now we're getting into the horror realms of Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that I really was geeking out over because I am a horror fan. And then, of course, there's also another thing that I really liked that they did was this. When, when Patrick Stewart is doing his Patrick Stewart thing, which his Professor Xavier thing, which is going into Scarlet Witch's mind, I'm like, and I'm fanboying, and my friend Chase is, oh, what the fuck is going on here? That's what he says. He goes, what the fuck? That's, what, what, that's what my buddy said. He goes, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, they're doing House of M. And I was freaking out. I'm like, they're doing House of M. Oh, my God. They're doing House of M. And so he's going in through, his, through her mind. She, he's seeing the rubble because of the fact that she's trying to block off that good side of herself. And then Patrick Stewart's trying to be the best damn Professor Xavier has to offer in the MCU. Then he dies. <laughs> but I'm like, well, so much for the uh, House of M that I was hoping for because what I really wanted was either Doctor Strange or him to go into her mind and say, "This happened because of you, Wanda. Everyone died because of you. You held the held town hostage. Everything's in your mind, Wanda. This is your fault." And have some cause and effect. Even though Strange did tell her, you killed a town hostage. <laughs> this is your fault. Right. And the whole entire thing with the worlds merging happened at that same exact time that the Loki's uh, thing happened. So yeah. I thought they uh, that was actually pretty cool to actually have that in there. And it wasn't even uh, Spider-Man's fault or Doctor Strange's fault. Yeah. But uh, tell me some more stuff that you like, though. Uh, so yeah, I liked the I like the horror aspect of it, like her re- coming out of the reflection, all grudge light. Like I was like, oh no, that is that is creepy. But it's the queen though. So, <laughs> but um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm done I'm done gushing over Scarlet Witch. But uh, I I like the horror aspect. I liked when uh, D- Professor X was still on Doctor Strange's side. He, like he was the only one of the Illuminati's. Like, all right, here's what to do. While while I go hold her off, here's what you got to do. But um, what I didn't like. This is where the plot got. This is where the script, mm-hmm. the weakness of the script, started to show. I didn't like how the Illuminati was saying, "Oh, Strange, Doctor Strange is the most dangerous person in the multiverse," just because something that their version of Doctor Strange did, and we didn't even get to see it. We were just told about how he somehow destroyed another reality well, we did get to see them killing him so i'm killing him <laughs> that's about it and a statue but i just, do yeah 
Sorry. And I'm, just, and I'm just saying, like, you know, if I'm connecting it to things that happened and what if, like, oh, you're not going to say Loki is the most dangerous being in the multiverse. You're not going to say Ultron, who had the whole season finale of what if dedicated to him where he was going to different realities, completely annihilating them. Like, like he's not the most dangerous, but like it wasn't connecting to the previous like the previous stories, how it was set up prior, it was just like, no, Doctor Strange is the most dangerous one. Like, because no one brought up the spell he casted in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that, like I they, think the least, reason. Oh, sorry, I'm I sorry. Was Alex. Say, uh, no, you're good. I, I was just gonna say, you know, just they didn't they didn't connect any of that stuff, and that that bugged me. Well, I think the reason being is because Doctor Strange did cut that part off, mm. which I'd rather them have the gate open in some aspect. Rather than have America go ahead and be the reason for opening portals at the time, mm-hmm. because it would make more sense for those portals to be opened where Dr. Strange thought that he cut those um, gateways out, out and everything and it happens to be some some of them got in. Yeah. So I wish that they would actually kept that in there where he didn't successfully do it. It shows the imperfectness of him and his spells. So that's what I was hoping that they would actually do. But instead, we got that. Mm-hmm. Um. Brian said, asked, because do y'all think with the appearance of Professor X and Reed Richards that uh, that is Disney's way of future Marvel movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's their way of just, you know, giving us a little taste like, hey, we're not getting the Fantastic Four yet. We're not getting the mutants yet. But, you know, here's a little 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 something to hold you over until we bring in. We figure something out. I I'm excited. I screamed. I screamed like a child when Reed Richards came out. I was like, smartest man in the world. Yeah, he is until he wasn't. But, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's just a way to, you know, just hold us over until the next time. What do you think, John? Yeah, I think so too. I think that if you're going to sign Sravinsky and also to Patrick Stewart up into an MCU movie, you're not going to want to have them just for one small cameo appearance to where they just die. You want them to be around so that way they can tell more stories. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Patrick Stewart is Professor X. There is yeah. just no way about it. Yeah. And unless you count McAvoy in it, though. I, I, li- I, I like McAvoy. I like, I lo- I lo- I like McAvoy. I thought he did me great too. work. But Stewart, though. he embodies, uh, he is Professor Xavier because he looks at, I like how he looks at Doctor Strange. And, he's, and even though in between the imperfectness of him, He's like Dumbledore. He winds up telling him, I can still see good in you mm-hmm. and what you're doing. So when you do get out of here, uh, go on ahead and do what you do. Yeah. So that's what I loved. And and then I even said this, okay, Dumbledore. <laughs> because, Dumbledore coming through. <laughs> right? But an, another thing, though, too, is like I said, you want to sign these actors up for more than just one gig. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Stewart's a household name. And then you also have Savinsky, who actually do, did a Quiet Place one and two, and so yeah, you definitely want to have these guys back. Yeah, again, even Agent Carter, the the woman who plays Agent Carter too, you want to have her back. Hey, Haley Outwell, Outwell, yeah, yeah. Outwell, yeah, I think. Oh, a, I'll butcher. Someone will let me know in the comments. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> I I didn't like if I if I can keep. I know I'm moping a lot. I, I didn't huh. like how they did Baron Mordo. I I, no. I understand he's a variant, 
but they were they kept saying like oh the baron mordo in my universe went crazy and tried to kill me and multiple times and i, I was just sitting there just like when did he do that because we only saw him in the first movie and then he paralyzed that one guy and then you never yeah. see or hear anything about it so i'm like has he been trying to kill you i like and then this mordo was like you you know i thought i thought the bear mordo in this i thought was going to be that one from the first movie but he's just a variant and then what happens to him he like falls in that hole and he's just stuck you know so that it was it just bugged me it just bugged me i'm like there's a lot of things that were just left on the table that were just kind of just forced in there and it just bugged me i couldn't it was making it hard for me to enjoy the movie i wasn't having fun anymore you see i actually agree with you on that too because of the fact that we see mordo and everything in the first uh doctor strange movie and we're thinking that we're gonna get him again for the full big badass though you know the big bad that we were gonna get for doctor strange 2 but instead, he's just like a side piece just to get to the main plot and everything, too. So I also felt a little bit let down. Uh, I do want to get into some of the questions real quick, and then we'll jump back into our uh, yeah. review, too. So uh, Tamika says, Strange is willing to sacrifice for the win. I guess they were saying he puts other lives in danger. But also, I agree, others are far from uh, far more dangerous. Definitely far more dangerous. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I could see their point. There's like, oh, Doctor Strange is capable of doing these things. Like, our Doctor Strange is capable. Therefore, all Doctor Stranges are capable of doing this. But I'm like, but if it was just like yours, <laughs> that doesn't mean that one's going to do it. Yours is. Yours just sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Our, um, our Doctor yeah. Strange is, is a G. Yeah, he's the OG of the 616 represent. <laughs> but uh, let's see here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so anyways, uh, Dan from Scene Invader says, I think Strange was trying to get Mordo to fight him so he could escape. So mm-hmm. Strange picked a fight with him just saying stuff. That actually does make sense because it does feel like kind of like a James Bond kind of way of actually handling a villain in a sense. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to talk a bunch of crap, and then I want you to beat the crap out of me mm. while I also uh, go ahead and do an escape plan. So yeah. that definitely does, in my opinion, make sense, especially for Strange when he has that cockiness to him. Like, like that's why he was saying, oh, Bear Mordo tried to kill me, like he was just trying to goad him? I believe so. Now, now that he, now that Dan actually said that, I, 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 it makes more sense to me. Okay, I, I guess I, I guess I guess I could accept that. I guess I could accept <laughs> that. It was just, it was just. I wanted, I wanted that that character arc. I wanted that to be resolved because it was just like no more sorcerers, and he was like, oh, he's going on a tear of sorcerers, and then you don't see him again. So I thought this Baron Mordo would have been that one go into different multiverses to kill different versions of Dr. Strange. Like, which would be like the one, right. Which would be like the one in the multiverse. Yeah. Like with Jet That's what I thought was going to happen with his character. And that like, that would have made sense. Like, Oh, that's why I'm a part of the Illuminati to convince them to help me kill all of you. Like that would have been cool, but it was just like, no, no, he's just somewhere. (laughs) 
But on um, there's also another there's other things I want to bring up though too. Yes. That I thought that was really interesting. I like the fact that they brought up the fact that Strange has a sister. Because remember, mm-hmm. I said that in our review. I said Strange has a sister. Yeah, you did. So, are you glad that I actually brought that up because of the fact now you actually have context behind that, which gives us the story a little bit more cohesiveness. I, I was thinking of that when he said, "Like I have a sister," and I'm like, "Oh, John, there you go, John." So I'm glad that they actually had that in there. I was like, "Wait, he has a sister? Yeah, he has a sister." But also, too, uh, there's also this other thing with the statue I want to talk about. How many of us in the, in the world and everything see statues and everything, and they rep- we're supposed to represent heroes? And this is actually the same example where basically you see a statue of Stephen Strange, but it's misrepresented in a way of covering something up rather than yeah. let it be what it is. So I liked how they actually did something like that within mm-hmm. this universe. Um, but let's see, there's actually another thing I wanted to bring up though too was the part where Wanda is basically doing like the shining. Because that actually reminded me whenever she's limping around, chasing after them, and there the barricades are coming down, closing the, closing that, and then you see Scarlet Witch ripping them through there. That to me showed a little bit of Evil Dead, and also too a little bit of The Shining from Stanley Cooper's The Shining, mm-hmm. especially when she's limping around like Jack Nicholson. Little pigs, little pigs, let me in. <laughs> but I thought the horror aspects actually do work. Uh, let's see, Tamika says. But yes, Mardo staying in the hole bothered me to like get out of it, get out and chase strange. Uh, <laughs> like you're just as athletic, dude. Go. Uh what do you guys think about the music battle between both doctors? I don't know how I felt about that scene. Like I, I was at this at this point in the movie, like I'm feeling very numb. But I'm looking back on it and I'm like, that was pretty cool. It was cool, but it was just like unnecessary. I don't know. I didn't, it didn't feel like he earned it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll just say, I'll just say it was cool. I'll just say it was cool. I don't know why I'm feeling weird about it. It's just to be honest with you, it felt like Fantasia with uh, where we have Mickey Mouse with that whole entire wizard scene mm-hmm. with the. That's what it looked like to me, like bippity bippity boop, and just going on ahead, taking the music notes. And I know music is supposed to be powerful and make you feel something impactful. Well, Doctor did, but still. Um, but basically, it's basically music to get murdered by. Um, <laughs> music to die for. Right, but for me, I thought it was a little too cartoony on how they handle that. Mm. Because of the fact that, yes, I get the fact that he can manipulate different things and stuff like that. But it was a little too Disney for me yeah. with that. You know, I'm like, okay, so you guys decided to do Fantasia with Mickey Mouse. Okay, I gotcha. But for me, it just, that didn't land the landing for me on that. But the zombie Doctor Strange from What If did. And then Doctor Strange taken, and he goes, who says that it has to be alive for me to do the sleepwalking? Yeah. And, I'm like, oh my god! They just pulled a Frankenstein, basically, and he's zombie. Zombie Doctor Strange is coming out of the thing. I'm like, yes, this is what I want from a horror aspect featuring the Marvel universe. This is something that I really wanted. That was that was a cool scene. I liked when he started capturing the demons to use as his own power. So he had all those apparitions. That 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 was a cool part. I like. 
I like that part. And the makeup design for Zombie Strange was was top notch. Right. And it's also at first I'm like, is that Bruce Campbell? Because at first you don't really notice it until you actually look when they have the zoomed in face. I'm like, okay, that is actually Bruce Campbell. I'm like groovy. So, mm-hmm. you know, I like that. And then of course, trying to stop Wanda and everything by using the dark arts. I thought that was really, they did, they did that good. Wong did a fantastic job. Benedict yeah. Wong did playing Wong did a very good job and everything too. I felt danger for him. I'm like, Oh my God, is he going to die? And now, don't kill oh, Wong. Please don't. Me either. He's the heart of Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, even in the comic books, whenever uh, the I like here's the thing in the comic books and everything, I like it when uh, Wong and Doctor Strange are smack talking each other, and it's it's just comical, especially when he goes, Wong, who's at the door at this hour? And then Wong winds up mumbling something underneath his breath. He can get to their own damn door. I <laughs> like that they didn't make Wong the butler. Me too. That's something Strange. that really am glad. And it was like, yeah, make him the Sorcerer Supreme. I'm fine with that. Uh, it's weird having butlers. Like, yeah. the only butler I'll accept is Alfred. Like, that's the Same. only one. Uh, let's see here. Tamika says, I guess uh, for her, since it was Dr. Strange's the notes didn't bother her since the multiverse is wacky anyways in the comics. Yeah, the, the the music battle, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It is this is very much a comic booky movie. And I I typically really enjoy stuff like that. It was just delivery. I in, yeah, I wasn't into how it was written. It was it was too it was too cheesy for me. Even I can get annoyed by cheese. Especially the part where Strange winds up making the guy hit himself. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it, that that just didn't work for me. I, I mean, like I said, some of the comical aspects didn't land for me as much as the other MCU comic stuff. Go, comedies. I did kind of get that as a same Sam Raimi reference to, because doesn't that happen to him in Evil Dead? Like his hand yeah. gets possessed and it attacks him. So well, I was just like, I haven't seen that movie, but I know that's a thing. Well, Idle Hands also does that too, though, where you have the guy from, uh, what's the name of that movie? It's where basically, I'm, I can't think of the movie offhand. It's basically where they're trying to cheat death. And basically, death is coming for them. Final Destination. Yes, thank you. Final Destination. And basically, that movie is called Idle Hands. And basically, the characters, the main character of that movie, uh, of that movie, is actually the same character, the same guy that played in Idle Hands. And his hand gets possessed and starts killing people. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll kill you all. <laughs> to be honest with you, man, it's a great comedy for a dark comedy. I'm not fans of dark comedies, but that one lands for me. But. Going off of what you said, though, I liked how Strange uses those hands and kills and, and does that. I mean, it is so awesome to be able to get like little small nods to the Evil Dead. Mm. And yes, a lot of Evil Dead jokes, which is something I really liked about it. Uh, let's see here. Tamika says, I do wish they introduced uh, the other sorcerers, like the bull one, like the one who who is that bull sorcerer? To be honest yeah. with you, I don't know. There's just characters they're just bringing up. And I'm like, oh, okay, who are you? 
and why are you taking up Doctor Strange's screen time? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? It's like it, like if if you're gonna t- have more than a couple of sentences of dialogue, I need to know your name. I need to know your backstory, so at least a little bit, like like and what your purpose here is, because their only purpose was to like get beat up by Scarlet Witch. That was. <laughs> That's pretty much we are, it. Here, we are here to demonstrate her power. I'm like, okay, you don't need a line then. Like, get them off. Right. You know, the only people that should be talking is Wong, Doctor Strange, America Chavez, and Scarlet Witch. Everyone else should just, just be kind of standing there, you know? I definitely I, agree with you on that. Because one thing I like about Marvel and what they do is they explain certain characters to us. Mm-hmm. And give us background stories. This one, they didn't do that. It's like, okay, here's a bull who's a sorcerer. Okay. Give us the meat. Tell us what that character is about. Why, because, why, why were you spending time with him right now? Right. And I didn't care about his character, what happened to him. And also, too, I liked also, too, whenever basically Scarlet Witch winds up turning uh, one of the other sorcerers into, like, dust. I'm like, oh, my God, this is gruesome for an MCU film. This is this is dark. Wiping him out. Just everybody. I'm like, okay. Full on bad guy, easy. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, what about what else did you want to talk about? I also was really disappointed with how they handled America Chavez. Like she, like started off fine, you know. The you know explaining the multiverse, opening portals, like helping Doctor Strange. She was contributing, but for most of the movie, if it wasn't for Scarlet Witch like coming after her, trying to kill her, I would have forgotten that she was in this movie. Cause she doesn't, she doesn't talk. Like she says like a, a sentence or two and then, but she's mostly just standing there and then opening portals. Like she doesn't say anything. It's like the dazzle in distress is basically what they're using her as. Yeah. But like even less than like she, like she doesn't say anything in this movie. Like she's just like, she's just used as a plot device for them to get to point A to point B. And I'm like, she's a cool character, like such a cool character. And, and like, especially like representing Latinx community as a, a superhero, like they just kind of, they just wasted her. And I'm like, she I didn't do. really do much. And I also thought that the back to the like cheesiness aspect of it, when Dr. Strange was giving her a pep, a you can do it pep talk as a zombie. <laughs> That was just like, <laughs> that was like killing that mood. I'm like, no, can you just show Dr. Strange like saying it? And you're like, don't do it through the zombie. Cause that's, that looks stupid to me. This movie had me feeling some type of way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you, oh. I'm sorry if you're watching this and you love this movie, I, I hate to be that downer, but it's just, I was sitting there watching this. I'm not feeling anything. I wasn't having fun. The end, like, you know, then you get to the post, the end credit scene, and, you know, it was okay. Right, we you have know. Charlie's Charlie's Thyron, and it's supposed to be a setup for what we're getting with the next Doctor Strange movie, or within this multiverse that we're getting. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, who's that? Yeah. Because as someone that reads the comics of Doctor Strange, I had no idea who she is. Mm-hmm. And this character is... And Charlie's, yeah, that's who it is, it's Clea. And a matter of fact, 
I read the new comic books. I don't read the old school ones. So this is very underground. And I, I appreciate the fact that they're actually showing us some underground characters that we never saw before. So yes. I give them props for that. Mm-hmm. And I definitely do agree with you, though, Alex, about the zombie saying you can do it, girl, and everything. And it being so out of left field, it would have made more sense for Strange to say that through a portal and giving her the confidence because of the fact that they had the back and forth relationship versus doing it through the zombie. Because yeah. with the zombie, everybody's like, what did they? As a matter of fact, I heard in the theater that I went to, what did he say? Nobody understood what he said. It sounded like Batman. You can do it, girl. And I'm like, what? Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like one of those people that smoke too much, too many cigarettes, and you have to place your uh, hand on the throat. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. And that was that was the other hard part for me is just because they didn't give America Chavez that many lines that relationship between her and Dr. Strange, it wasn't really believable. It was like, oh, yeah, we had, we connected. Now we're this awesome pair. And I'm like, you barely talked to each other. You just kind of just looked at us, looked at each other, and were like, hmm, well, wait. So you went on a zombie to encourage you, John or Alex? If a zombie was present and all it wanted to do was encourage me, I would happily accept that. I will accept encouragement instead of being eaten alive. That is my biggest, biggest fear being eaten alive. <laughs> so I would run first. And then if the zombie decided to go ahead and try to talk to me, I'm like, oh, okay, so you're a nice zombie. Okay. Yeah, it's running next to you. Like, Hey, keep it up. You're doing great on this. <laughs> you're run. doing good. Kid. You're doing going to reach your goal. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, encouraging. That's it. Feeds Encouraging zombie. Yeah. Okay. Good zombie. Good zombie. Are you a bad zombie? No, I'm a good zombie. I, I, I feed on encouragement and positivity. I'm like, oh, that's nice. So, uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Um, but even the end credit scene, I'm like, okay, everybody's like, well, you know, you guys can go on hand and leave because it doesn't really do anything. I'm like, what? I mean, come on. I stayed for a Captain America post credit scene at the end of, no- of the Homecoming movie. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, and I also stayed for an end credit scene for that stupid Hawkeye show. So, what's the worst that could happen? You know, Bruce Campbell. I love Bruce, but that 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 didn't do nothing for me. It's over. Well, no crap, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. That, did make, me, that yeah. did make me laugh. I'm like, ah, oh, that was funny. <laughs> I get what they were doing, though. They were trying to do like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off kind of vibe to it. So I, I do yeah. appreciate that. Uh, but uh, but I kind of expected that because you, lately Marvel series they've been having like the mid credit scene. That's what it leads to the next thing, and then the post credit mm. scene is some something silly, something to make you smile. Sure, I didn't think about that. That's actually a good point. So all in all, this film was kind of fun, but also kind of you know um, kind of a letdown in a sense. But I am going to go back and see it Saturday with Brandy without the expectations that I had and the theories that I had. And yes, mm. a very needed date night. So I can't wait to be able to be the one who geeks out and tells her what this means, what that means, because I like to be that guy. <laughs> but, you know, I, this this film was OK. And I, I even said this to Jace. I said, if you go back and look at every single Marvel movie 
it has rewatchability where mm. it's like, oh, I want to go back and rewatch this film because of the fact I missed the Easter eggs. But mm. this one is like, eh, I'll catch it on Blu-ray. I don't need to see the Easter eggs. Yeah. You know, it, it didn't have that rewatchability at that standpoint. Now, whether when we see the third Doctor Strange movie and we do a rewatch for this one, that's going to be interesting on how we see this film. Yeah. I think the only way I would rewatch this movie is if we were doing a review on Doctor Strange 3 or if I was doing an MCU marathon, which I haven't done yet, surprisingly. I would really love to do one. Just sit through the whole thing nonstop. I want to attempt it. I want to attempt it one day. You know what? I would like to actually do that with Brandy and go from Iron Man into the rest of the stuff because that I want to do a. To be honest with you, I want to do a rewatch of the whole entire MCU stuff. Ooh, get ready, Brandy. One. Get ready. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have test. I'm gonna have. You know how you have Charlie Day with the conspiracy thing. I'm gonna have lines drawn everywhere. I'm gonna have Thanos's face on the plaster on the board. I said this is our target. This is where we're gonna be going. We're gonna have Iron Man first, and then we're gonna have Thor's hammer at the uh, at the end of one movie. But guess what? We're gonna have Nick Fury at the end of uh, of Iron Man one. So just letting you know. <laughs> but, Get ready, Brandy. It's gonna be a fun one. Uh, let's see here. Tamika says I did the rewatch. Took me about three or four four weeks. Man, you saw the Doctor three or four weeks, and then you also saw him again. So I I don't know if Strange is actually doing you right, girl. You need to go on ahead. Get yourself another Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's see here. I admit the third eye special effects look cheesy. Even the like a like you said, Alex, the CGI in the very beginning looked way too bulky mm. and looked way. I understand that it's a multiverse of madness. I understand it's Doctor Strange. It was just something there that just like way too standoffish. It didn't look right. No. It didn't look right. It didn't look right. I wasn't impressed. But no. I'm done. I'm done griping about it. I don't <laughs> want people mad at me. I I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad. Oh, my bad, Tamika. I am so sorry. I just want to see if you knew. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, that's going to do it as far as our show goes and everything. I hope that you guys enjoyed our review for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I hope that you enjoyed the spoiler review. And Alex will be back again Thursday night, and so will Rossi, and we're going to be doing our our other show, our rewatch of The Godfather. We're going to be rewatching all three Godfather films, and that's actually going to be at the same time at 9 o'clock Central Time to 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time. So go ahead and check that out, and always until next time, guys, have fun. It's a bla- It's been a blast, Alex, as always, and bye-bye. <laughs>